Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And I'm Garrett. And we have just seen Scream 6. Uh, so we're going to talk about it now. We'll say that it's just going to be a non-spoiler uh, episode. However, if you don't want to know anything at all about it, you know, maybe wait until after you watch it. Because I mean, we've got to talk about the movie, right? But we'll do our best to not spoil anything for you. That said, Garrett, tell us a little bit about what Scream 6 has got going on. So I'm assuming if you're listening to a podcast right now from about Scream 6, you probably have seen some Scream in the past. So this Scream takes place in New York, not in Woodsboro. New York City. New York City. There we go. I, yeah, sorry. I'm not specific enough. Um, so you take... The essentially the stars from Scream Five. Uh, if uh, if you don't know who they are, it's um, Billy Loomis's daughter from uh, the first Scream, and uh, her sister Jenner Ortega. And you move them to the city. They're in college now, kind of mirroring Scream Two. And kind of every Scream has its you know meta stick, right? And this one is. Uh, the franchise. This is the screen that is defining all the rules and setting the rules of the horror franchise. But I don't know how deep in the plot I need to get. There is a ghost face killer. It is chasing <laughs> these uh, two young girls, and they are in New York City. You should make it clear. I mean, it's not just the two from last the last movie. It's, oh, it's, it's four. It's them and uh, Mason Gooding, who is uh, one of their the core four, uh, as they say. Uh, he's back. Uh, the, the, the woman that played his sister is back, uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown. And Courtney uh, Cox is back. Courtney Cox is back as Gail Weathers. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Neve Campbell is not back because, uh, I guess there was some sort of, what I could tell in the news, a salary dispute. So she bowed out. And then, of course, um, David Arquette, who played Dewey, uh, in the first five screen movies, he, his character was killed in Scream 5. So he is not back either. Uh, but yeah. So, Ashley, what did you think about this? Um, I thought this was okay. Um, I, I saw Scream 5, but I really didn't remember the characters. So it was, I thought this movie did a good job though. If you haven't seen Scream 5, like, Scream 5, it, um, does a good job of reminding you who all these people are and kind of what happened in the previous film. There's kind of an, one of the, one of the characters is in therapy and it was a good excuse for an exposition dump. So that you could remember everything that happened in the previous film. Um, yeah, I thought they did a good job with these characters. Um, it's an interesting group of friends. They're all kind of individuals. And um, yeah, I cared enough about them to, um, you know, it, it was able to build a level of suspense because I cared enough about the, the characters. Um I'll say that I felt like this movie was a little... And it's been a while since I've seen all the, the films, so I don't know how this compares, but I don't know. It's It felt a little brutal, the killings. Maybe maybe that's always been a scream thing, but um, it was a little bru- too brutal for me. I, I hid my eyes quite a bit. Um, but and, and it was suspenseful, but I would say that it, it goes on a little too long. And, you know, the scream is always kind of famous for the uh the endings where they're kind of there's a big surprise a big reveal i felt like that was went on for way too long and was a bit silly yeah that's that's all the screen movies for you though and actually i I will say um you know i'm not a huge 
scream aficionado. Like I, I, I watch them. I kind of enjoy them for what Same they the are. Same the man wearing the ghost face shirt. I, I'm wearing the ghost face. <laughs> I am wearing a ghost face shirt. Hey, I'm just trying to you know get into the spirit of it. I, I did not own this shirt until uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just bought it to wear to the premiere. Uh, and then now I'll probably just wear it on laundry day or something. <laughs> um, no, but you know, I, I mean, so they're okay. They're, they're fine for what they are. Uh, that said, my least favorite part of every scream movie is the killer reveal. Um, uh, partly because I think I, I enjoy a good mystery. And so while the mystery and the suspense and the tension is happening in the scream movies, I'm usually pretty, you know, wrapped up in that. Uh, but Another thing I don't like is he. So the killers in the screen movies are always someone that you know. I mean, it's always a character that's been in the show or in the movie. Um, and then when they reveal themselves, they their personalities change and they act like just so giddy and annoying. <laughs> and it's just like I, I just I, and, and I don't know. It. it I'm not a huge fan of, of those moments. Okay, but anyway, this movie. Um, I thought this movie was fine. It was good. Um, it is brutal. I, I was kind of prepped for that because um, some folks who I know who had, had seen it already kind of just did say that they amp up the, the gore and the brutality, and they certainly do. Um, so be prepared for that. Um, I, I, thought, I felt a lot of tension and suspense uh, throughout most of it, uh, which, which I think was good. Um, the, a lot of good slasher scenes, if that's what you're into. Uh, the, the actors were, were fine. I mean, some of them, some of the characters I was more uh, into than others. Um, New York was, you could tell that they actually filmed in New York, or at least made it look like they filmed in New York. Although, um, it's weird because even though they're in New York City, part of me almost kind of thought they might as well be in Woodsboro. Mm-hmm. Because it was still this core group of characters, and it was, I had to crack up, like, so, you know, early on in the movie, as there always is in a screen movie, there's, like, you know, murder, or murders in this case, and and then um, you see a scene where one of the our main characters is walking past the scene of the crime, and there's, like, these news cameras there, and, like, these crowds are just stopped and, like, watching everything, like, what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And my whole thing is, like, okay, in... in Smallish town, Woodsboro. I can see that being a thing, but you know, look, man, like uh, flashing lights and sirens and, and crime scenes are a little more commonplace in New York City. <laughs> I, I just thought of uh, New Yorkers are pretty hardened to to stuff, and I don't know. I felt like in in this movie, New York wasn't New York enough. It was just almost like a Woodsboro stand-in, um, and then. And again, we're not going to do spoilers, so I'm not going to get very detailed on this. All I will say is the people in this movie are almost have almost, I would say, superhero durability. <laughs> There's way, way too many um, not deaths <laughs> uh, for what happens to people. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. So, Garrett, what did you think? So, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Uh, every few years or so, I try to go back and uh, rewatch the Scream movies. And once you, I get past two, they all kind of become a little bit forgettable for me. Um, so, you know, Ashley brought up Scream Five, which this one is very much like 
they didn't even call it Scream 5. They just called it Scream. Um, and this is very much Scream 2 for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually enjoyed this better, which is funny because I enjoyed Scream 2 better than I enjoyed the original Scream. Mm-hmm. But uh, mainly, and I, I can't explain exactly why, though if you listen to our last Scream podcast, you'll hear it. <laughs> uh, because it probably would be a spoiler, but... The biggest thing I didn't like about Scream 5 didn't happen in this one. And so that's kind of what elevated it above. But um, as far as the kills, yes, they were more brutal. But I didn't think it was too much so. Um, Frankly, and this this might sound like an insult, but speaking, I know I've talked to Matt about this movie before. and You will not find this. It actually reminded me a lot of Halloween 4. Uh, like the superhero aspect. All right, this Ghostface killer was straight up picking people up like Michael Myers. You know, <laughs> just by the throat, up high. Like I was just trying to figure out who could you possibly be with this kind of superhuman strength. Um, though thinking that much into this mystery probably is what threw me off and kept it more mysterious. <laughs> because I pro- I'll just say it in the theater, Matt called it. Uh, I won't go any further than that. And I just kind of blew him off because I'm, I'm like, no, I see this monstrous figure he's like doing all these. He's doing ninja stuff. Uh, and it, as it turned out, I'm like, okay, yeah, Matt, Matt called it. But um, so, but with that, we don't really go into these movies. You know, we don't want, uh, you know, the the old lady next door killer. We, we want our killers to be freaking killers. And that's what this movie does. It's a, the ghost face is stronger, more brutal. And, you know, in the meta scene where they're explaining the rules, uh, they talk about upping the body count. I mean, I, I guess I didn't have a tally, but it, it, the, the body count felt much higher in this one than at least for the previous Scream movie. I don't know about all of them. But we go to these movies... For very simple. For Scream, it's funny, it's got a good mystery, and the kills. And this movie delivers on all three of those. Yeah, uh, you mentioned the meta scene, and yeah, they all seem to have that scene where someone is talking about particular tropes in, in horror films. And in this one, it's all about franchises and um, the particular cliches that uh, arise from a franchise horror um, horror films. Um, it was fine. It was expected, and it's part of... Um, being a screen movie, I guess. Uh, but uh, I, you're, and you're right, Matt, about New York. Uh, it didn't really need to be set in New York, except there was only one scene I thought that really took advantage of that, and that was the subway scene, mm-hmm. which you see you see clips of that in the trailer. And, but I thought it was more effective in the in the actual film. Mm-hmm. And usually, there's a lot more homages to horror movies, but it seems like they crammed them all into the subway scene. Yeah, there there was that. They, they, there was some dialogue about some horror movies and i think matt may have missed that it was because they talked about psycho 2 and uh we had a death in this movie that was uh like a shot for shot death of well not shot for shot but uh and uh just like a death in psycho 2 yeah yeah yeah. so there was some kind of some dialogue that referred back to some older films um so that was good and 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 you're right you, you did call me the mystery um you had the mystery solved um I was already suspicious of that particular, one of the particular characters that you mentioned. Um, but yeah, as it played out, it wasn't, it wasn't a big surprise when the big reveal happened. Um, no. I mean, again, no spoilers. Right. But Ashley, come back me up. 
when the character <laughs> first appeared, Issa said, well, they're guilty. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just, just, I mean, they had barely been on the screen like a second. And, and I, and yeah, um, I probably just have watched too many of these, of these movies. You're right. Actually, the subway scene was really, really well done. I didn't know if I quite caught any horror homages there, but. Yeah, there's a pinhead. Uh, oh, there okay. Myers, okay. You, you did. Yeah, that's right. You know, this is Halloween, so they were all wearing different masks and stuff. But there was other horror homages. Um, I mean, they, they had, uh, uh, they were playing, uh, someone on TV was watching Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, you had uh, someone else earlier on was watching Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> um, so you know there there was uh, and there was the the like little Giallo Argento shout out oh, at the yeah. beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yes, yeah, one of the early victims is a film uh, teacher who Correct. specialized in slasher films. Yeah, that scene was it was it was fine. I enjoyed watching the first kill scenes. Scream always has a. A first, you know, slasher scene, right? Is um, the cold open a spoiler? Uh, well, I won't get too much into okay. to the detail of it. All thing I will say is, even though I thought it was it was well done, the character was pretty stupid. More stupid <laughs> than I think would be realistic if, if given their profession and and whatever. Yeah, that that bugged me a little bit, but you know. So yeah, any any closing thoughts? Well, I mean, just with the cold open, so I won't get too much into it. it. I always find it hard for these movies to be fresh and original because you know, you, like I said, we go there for certain reasons. But um, my favorite cold open is still Scream Two, but this one I thought was very good, and I didn't really expect it to go the way it went. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed this cold open as well yeah yeah you know it was it was fine i i I just had some issues with with the way the plot moved a little bit and characterization and stuff but you know it it certainly could have been a half hour shorter Um, see i wasn't i didn't have a problem with uh with the length of it this never felt uh this never felt long to me I, I mean, I would say that. Me personally, I, I was okay with the length. It's it's just a smidge over two hours, and I, I didn't feel like it was very long. Oh, it definitely felt long to me. I was yeah. yawning by the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to mention too. There's this guy in there uh, who I refer to as a low neck Christian Bale. Um, <laughs> yeah, he. It was weird. Like, he, so he's he's the neighbor across. He's actually the. Different building, I think, or something. I think it's the same building. It's just a weird, like, U-shaped building. Okay. But he's on a completely, you know, there's a chasm between where he lives uh, and where our two of our main protagonists, Melissa Barrera and uh, Jenna Ortega, live. And anyway, like, you know, they keep referring to him as, like, cute boy. And I'm like, okay, first of all, he if you want to say he, he he's, if he's anything, he's ruggedly handsome. <laughs> And he's also like, <laughs> which could be cute. <laughs> I, I, I have a difference between cute and and rugged, you know ruggedly handsome or whatever. Uh, and then for another, he's like forty years old, <laughs> or, or at least that's a, he seems to be. He seems to be a bit older, and so I'm just like, why are you calling him cute boy? But hey, you know, I mean, I'm 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 not here to I'm not here to throw shade, but uh, you know, they they. If, if look, man, if if who's into him, Melissa Barrera's character, if she wants to date an elderly man. <laughs> I have I have no I have no uh, issues with that at all. 
Uh, and I, I'm the same. Let me see how old this actor is. All right, this actor, he'll be 37 this year. So. <laughs> Justified. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and I liked, uh, you know, Roger Jackson was back as the, you know, he was back as the, the voice of Ghostface. So, yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. I, I enjoyed it. Any final thoughts, Garrett? No, I I mean, I really think if, if you're into slashers, it's definitely well above average. Um, where would you rank this in the, your, in the screen uh, pantheon? So, I mean, you you got to give me time for this. Okay, I'll give you time. Uh, but I, and there's six of them, so putting it at three seems like it's mediocre, but it, it might be three or four. Okay, yeah. Uh, what would you give it out of ten? Uh, I'm going to give this a solid seven. Yeah, Ashley? 6.5. <laughs> okay. I'll give it a 7 as well. So our score is a 6.8. And that is uh, uh, Scream 6. Garrett, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.